Welcome to This is Lassonde, a podcast brought to you by the Lassonde School of Engineering. Each episode, we bring you a fresh conversation from the Lassonde community. Each episode, you'll hear stories from engineers and scientists, aka our students, profs, alumni, and industry partners, stories about designing solutions to complex problems to push our world forward. Tune in as these stories will engage, inspire, and delight you to create human impact through science and engineering. I'm Tiffany Alviar, a computer engineering student at Lassonde. Our guest today shares her experience about life and learning at the Lassonde School of Engineering. We welcome Saiva Triza, an international student from Dubai who is wrapping up her computer engineering degree. Saiva talks about her experience transitioning to university life in Canada, fondly reflects on the lessons learned during an amazing co-op experience, and shares about the skills she has picked up working on her final year capstone course, an eight-month-long project where students take on an industry-defined challenge from brainstorming to prototyping to producing a final product. How are you today, Saiba? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me here, Tiffany. Awesome. Um, So, like I always start these things, uh, tell us what your inspiration was for choosing computer engineering as a field. Uh, so my one of my inspiration was that in my first year, you're exposed to a lot of different courses. One of them or a couple of them were programming courses. And that was when I really understood my interest in programming and coding in general. And then I spoke to a few of my professors in Lausanne in my first year. Uh, just to get like a guidance regarding which engineering program to go to. And then I realized that computer engineering has a blend of software engineering components as well as electrical engineering components. And these two fields were something I was interested in and computer engineering was basically a blend of it. So that was one of my inspiration. I felt like there were a lot of uh, learning opportunities uh, in computer engineering and it has so many career paths out there in the modern world. So these two things. Awesome. And uh, what aspect of the field are you most passionate about? Like what sort of drives it home for you about computer engineering? I think uh, the fact that you get to code, test and like learn and redesign is one thing about computer engineering that really excites me a lot. And then I've done co-ops in the past. Some of them were technical related to my field. And uh, that's one thing that really kept me going and it was very engaging because there's so many things you can learn. Nice, awesome. Um, and and what was your journey to Lausanne like? Like while you were browsing for a place to study and looking at universities, probably not just ones in Canada, um, but elsewhere too, how did you end up choosing Lausanne out of like all the other choices out there? So with Lausanne, one thing I saw was, I think, the faculty was very welcoming to its new students, including international students, as opposed to other universities. Like over here, initially, I had a lot of questions regarding like choice of program, how does the degree go about, uh, what are the extracurricular things that students can get involved in. And before I joined, I was able to connect to the advising team and different people from York. And I think they really guided me well. And that was one thing I realized that the Lausanne community really cares about their students. And I've thought that this is one university where I can find my place in. And that was one of the reasons why I chose like York and Lausanne and 
general? I've heard um I've heard really good things about um like international students just having positive experiences interacting with like the recruitment and like faculty at Lasad. Um so that's really wonderful to hear. Um I know it's been a while, but what was the transition like moving to Canada? Um did you know anyone beforehand who helped you out when you arrived or like were you completely like on your own? So uh, when I initially came, I didn't have any family members living in Canada. So it was like an entire journey on my own. Initially, I was very uh, scared because like, you know, you're in a new country away from your family. You don't really have a backbone out there to support you. But I think when I came to Canada, I chose to live in the undergrad residence. And in the residence, I was able to meet people who were in my program and make new friends. And I think they became a new family. And they were there throughout my journey. They have helped me with my academics, with my personal life. Like they have always been there for me. And I think because of them, because of the friends I was able to make in the undergrad residence and in my program, I was able to have a smooth transition to Canada. And it was, I'm really thankful about the fact that I chose Canada as a country where I wanted to pursue my undergrad degree. Did you, were you like considering other like countries or places? Like what else was sort of in your lineup? So I other think than at that point, it was like either come to Canada or just stay in Dubai with my parents. I didn't think about other countries because I don't know, it wasn't really a priority at that time. Um, yeah. And then I came to Canada and everyone was super friendly and I was really able to adapt pretty well and fit in to the cultures. So it was nice. Uh, yeah, and I'm really happy and thankful about the decision I made at that time. That's awesome. Um, what's like something you wish you knew beforehand about going to like university in a different country? I guess uh, so when you come initially, you don't really realize the importance of time management. So <laughs> I think if someone advised me that, okay, academics and other things need to be balanced well, and need, you need to have like the perfect kind of balance in your life in order to really succeed and do well. I think it would just save me some stress levels. <laughs> so that's just one thing I wish I knew before, like how to manage my time better. But I guess over time, as I went in my upper years, I learned it. I was working and studying at the same time. So those things did teach me a lot of like skills, like how to manage your time, how to interact with people and stuff like that. Are there any like barriers you'd say um as like an international student that like maybe a, a student currently like you know living in Canada doesn't have or experience what do you think uh like in terms of within the university or in the country? yeah um I think of, as an international student you don't really know a lot of things like you know transportation how do you get from one place to the other it takes a while to get adjusted to the new location that you have just moved into uh, but then, yeah, again, you learn over time. But other than that, I don't think uh, there was any kind of like barrier because, uh, for example, in terms of teaching, international students and domestic students are given all the resources, right? It's available to everybody. So I feel like uh, there wasn't any kind of barrier in that way because York in general really has everything, like a lot of tools, especially for international students, like to help them transition. Uh, in my first year, I actually joined uh, this uh, program that they offered from York International, uh, where they uh, peer you up with like a senior mentor, and you can like connect with them and you get to know so much more about the university and other things in general. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, 
I forget what that's called. <laughs> the program that they have at York. Um, anyways. I, I, I can't remember the program. It was like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry about it. But um, yeah, I heard that that's like super useful for um, like students who are super apprehensive about like the transition from like high school to like university. Um, oh, what's it like living on campus? Uh, like, did you live like in the York University residence? Did you live like near the school? What, what was your living situation like? Well, I've been here for five years now and I've been living on campus since then. Um, it was really amazing living here, uh, mostly because like if I wanted to study in the library late night, I had easy access. I didn't really have to worry about commuting. So I, that kind of saved a lot of time as well. And when I was living in the residence in Bethun, uh, the, they're like dons who have a lot of activities going on. So they like uh, tour you around to the campus. They take, they have like a, a lot of activities, like they help you explore downtown Toronto as well. And then you get to meet people living in your residence. So it's it was really fun. And there are like a lot of extracurriculars involved as well. And they really make sure that everybody is well engaged and everyone is like well supported in the residence as well. Is there anything you'd change about your experience? Like as you know, you look back on your undergrad. Uh, I think I've been living on campus for a long time. I guess one experience that would change, like maybe moving out a little just to explore other options in Canada in general. Uh, it just gives you like a different set of experience because like I've been living here for a long time. So I just wonder how the world out there would be like living a bit away from university. It's just that. Mm -hmm. True. Um, awesome. So uh, I guess we'll switch gears here and talk about Capstone because uh, you did do that um, last year. And uh, to give the audience a bit of context, Capstone here at Lassonde is a course that all engineering students take in their final year where you're given a problem from the industry and you and a team of four to eight other students who can be from all different majors, not just like your specific engineering discipline, um, uh, spend the entire year solving the problem, end to end everything from problem definition and brainstorming to prototyping and eventually coming out with a physical product to present is all done within your final year. So tell us, Iva, uh, since you did Capstone, what was the problem you and your team had to solve? And like, why'd you guys choose that one in particular? Because you do have a choice um, at the beginning when you do Capstone at Lausanne. Yeah, so the project that we were working on had to deal with a battery management system. And we were looking to transform a lead acid battery into a lithium iron battery for use in golf carts. So this was the project that we chose. And uh, the reason we chose it was because the team that we formed, it was like a combination of you know, students from different engineering backgrounds. Uh, and I, we thought that at that time, that project really fitted well with all of our skill set. And we thought that every member from the different engineering backgrounds could contribute in their own ways. So that was one reason why we chose the project. But like Capstone teaches you so much. It's like an eight month long project. And there are like some things that go according to you, how you have planned. And some things don't always work out according to how you have planned. So those were something like, for example, there was like a time when uh, we ordered something and it arrived late. And then later it didn't really end up working like how we expected. So that was like a very tough situation at that time because like we had to finish our project in another one month and things have to be ready. 
So that was like one difficult part. But then later we realized that having a backup plan in case things don't work out the way how you have expected is very important because, you know, sometimes things don't always work out the way how you thought it would. Yeah. So, but like, I think Capstone was like a really uh, good experience in terms of like, it gives you exposure to the industry. And we also had like a sponsor company and we were able to uh, go to their office and work in person. Uh, so that was like a really nice experience as well. That's so cool. Um, what was your team composition like? Like, were you all computer engineers or some from other like engineering disciplines? What was that uh, like? So we were like a team of seven and it was like a combination. I think we had like three electrical, one computer, someone from mechanical. And yeah, so it was like an evenly distributed. And yeah, two people from software engineering too. So I think uh, that's how we found our team because we knew that the project required knowledge from all of the engineering backgrounds. And I think us being from different engineering fields really helped out. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say like, um, like they, they probably really melt melded well together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. Um, any tips you'd give students that they can apply either in their final year during capstone or before they get to their final year that would help them during, you know, this eight month long project. I think, uh, one tip would be like, understand the project requirements and specification early on and know how to communicate well with your team because I think it, your team needs to be in the right pace and they all need to understand each other's workload well. So I think having that kind of like team uh, dynamic is very important. And also when it comes to your project, be ready to have like a backup plan because in case things don't work out the way how you have thought, it's always good to have like a contingency plan. Uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, to make sure that you have parts ready and like you can deliver the project based on the timeline and yeah just save some stress <laughs> what was um like you did mention that uh there was you know a part that you ordered but it didn't um come in on time uh what were some other like big obstacles when it came to like making your project or even at like any point of the like project cycle what was uh, the so, uh, when I was doing capstone it was during the pandemic and it was in a remote environment. So one thing was, uh, you know, designing or implementing the parts. Uh, although we did have a sponsor company where we were allowed to go and work there in person, it was limited to just one person at a time. So it kind of restricted us in terms of like having someone else's help right there. Uh, that was one challenge that we faced. And I think um another challenge was I think I already mentioned it uh the fact that sometimes things don't work out as you have planned so sometimes I guess what we how we tackled it was when we were designing the requirements I think you spend your fall semester understanding your project defining the requirements and then you spend the winter semester actually implementing and designing your project so when you're in the fall term, at the start of your project, when you're working on identifying what your project problem is and understanding the requirements, it's important to uh, get feedback from your supervisor as well, so that you know that, you know, there are things that you might have missed out or might not have thought about. So just that. And yeah, another advice would be that uh, make sure you participate well in the peer review session because those really helped us. We got really good feedback from our TA, a lot of things that we were able to implement in our project. Yeah. 
I listed a couple of advices actually. (laughs) No, those are all good. And peer review sessions are when, um, like, not just uh, like TAs or professors, like, overview your progress, um, other teams too, correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh, it kind of also helps you connect with other teams as well, like you mentioned. Uh, It gives you a sense of confidence and it helps you learn about where other team members are standing. And it's really nice how you can receive their feedback too. And it's just, amazing how like it's not like you know one is competing from the other team trying to put you down it's rather like every team is trying to help one another do better and like everyone shares their resources and like tools that they have used that help them so it's like a really good way to share your knowledge as well true um yeah feedback like that is so important and um it's reflective of how it is like in the industry too you know you're not um just sort of building something and having, you know, no one review it or anything. Um, People are always giving their feedback in hopes that uh, you make something better in the end, uh, which is always the goal. Um, So you mentioned that you did co-op during your undergrad. Um, Where did you work and like, how long was it? Uh, What did you do at your job? So I worked at Hadron for a 16 month position. Uh, My position was a technical analyst position. Uh, during my work term, initially I was exposed to a lot of the utility industry technical aspects because Hydro-One is a utility company. So a lot of the knowledge was new for me, but like I think there were so many important skill sets that I learned, like for example, working in a team in, a, in the corporate world, uh, then being engaged with vendors, understanding clients' needs, and like some of the things you don't always get a exposed to in the courses that you have been taking but you rather learn them while you're working yeah mm-hmm. and 16 months is uh is pretty long like was that um like on purpose did you want to do like a 16 month long co-op uh were you like thinking of doing four or eight months um or did hydro one just happen to like only be giving out like 16 months co-ops so uh, i think my initial contract was actually 12 months and then they extended my offer and yeah, I got multiple extension and then it ended up being 16 months in total. But uh, I don't want in general, they do want uh, members to stay for a longer period because you really spend the first four months training and understanding the tools used within the company. And I think after the four month period is when you can be fully independent and work on things on your own. So that's one of the goals for Hadron that, you know, for the first four months, you get familiarize yourself to the new tools and then the remaining eight months or Uh, 12 months that you have you can work projects on your own and be more independent and uh, during my last few months I was also able to train the incoming co-op students at Hydro One so there was like an overlap and uh, that was also really helpful because like you get like a teaching and training aspect to your co-op program as well. That's really nice. Um, Did you feel like it gave gave you a good glimpse of what it's like working in the industry? Um, Yeah like yeah that what happened? Yeah, uh, it did. It, I really did. Uh, I think uh, when you're studying, you don't really know how the corporate world works. And doing your co-op uh, or internship, it gives you like an exposure to the industry and how teams work in the bigger picture. And a lot of times you're not just limited to your team. You also have to work with external teams or external vendors. So it teaches you so much. You learn from one another. You learn how to communicate better. You learn so many technical skills. Yeah, so it really is a good glimpse of how the real world art is. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
since like you you uh started university and then like did two or three years then went on your co-op and came back what was that um transition like from working and then going back to school like was it difficult how did you navigate that uh so when you're working you're kind of used to having your weekends off (laughs) and then when you're studying there's technically no break you have to study throughout the week right so initially i'll be like when i came back to academics again after my 16 months position I was like, I don't think I can focus on weekends anymore. I just want to take a break. <laughs> and then again, you get used to it because like, I think academic life is super tight. You have so many deadlines. Some of them are very close to one another. So it took me like a couple of weeks to get back to that routine again. But then, yeah, you again, you get used to it. And then it's back to the flow again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did it... Um like what are some insights that you gained after finishing your co-op like did it help you see uh sort of like what career paths that you want to do after graduating or like what's something that you learned after that experience I think uh one thing that I learned is that when you're uh working in the corporate world it's not just the technical skill set that you have matters it's also a lot about things like how how, are you a team player do you know how to communicate well and these skills I really valued out in the corporate world. And then uh, when I came back to my courses as well, you a lot of your projects are like team-based and you really get to apply those skills that you have learned at your work and your courses as well, especially when you're uh, involved in a team project, uh, you know how to work better with your team. I think my co-op experience before doing Capstone really helped me in my Capstone project because we were a large team there were like uh, external companies involved, which was like our sponsor. There were customers who we had to talk to. So I think they kind of came hand in hand to one another. Nice. Um, ooh, uh, one good question. What's your plans after graduation? Um, you know, you're so close to graduating. It's your final year. Um, like what plans do you have after? Are you gonna go and do your master's, go back, you know, to the industry? Um, what are you thinking of? Um, So, so far, I do want to go back to the industry before I plan on doing my master's. Uh, I'm looking forward to do like either project management roles or business analyst positions because I really found them interesting when I was working as a co-op student. And yeah, uh, eventually I do want to get my PNG license as well because I think it really helped you in in your career in the long run in terms of like making it upper in the chain. And yes, that's just the plan for now. Of course. And um, yeah, I mean, plans change or, you know, like life changes too. Um, I'm sure that like um, you'll navigate that well. And I hope that all the best happens after graduation and everything. Um, all right. We'll end off on one last question before we wrap up. Uh, if there's one piece of advice you could impart on the audience, what would it be? So uh, to those incoming students who, are, who will be joining us on this fall, one advice is make the best use of the resources made available to you. Uh, they really help you build your career better and it really helps you improve on your skills as well. So make the best use of that and also learn how to manage your time really well because you are most likely going to be involved in multiple things along with the academics. You will likely be doing co-op, you likely will be participating in clubs. 
So it's really important to understand the balance that you need in your life. And yeah, and just do all the best that you got. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on our episode today, Saiba. Thank you for having me once again. Awesome. And that's all we have for you today, folks. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next episode. We hope that Saiba has given you a glimpse of life at Lausanne. While you'll be learning and growing loads during your time here, feel free to use some of these tips in your current projects, whether you're engaging with Lausanne from within the city or joining us from halfway across the world. The Lausanne community will definitely be here to welcome and support you in your learning journey. You can stay tuned into our podcast and all Lausanne School of Engineering activities by following us on social media. We are at Lausanne School on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Visit lasan.yorku.ca slash podcast for your episode guide to This is Lausanne School.